I am not an expert. I've never published a book or taught a class. I've never even put anything in a quilt show. But I love quilting, and I love talking about quilting. I make a lot of mistakes, but I like to think that sometimes I learn from them and get just a little bit better. If hearing about someone else's goofs and mess-ups makes you feel better about yours, then I've done my job. Join me as we talk about quilting for the rest of us. Hey, I'm Sandy, and I'm a quilter, and welcome to episode 73, in which we make 2012 quilty resolutions. Yes, we're finally getting to it. I am finally officially announcing the 2012 quilty resolution giveaway. And I've got a few other fun things to announce today, too. This is actually going to be a fairly short episode for a couple of reasons. Um, first, I'm actually starting to record this during my lunch break from work, and... Um, because I've got a conference call for work tonight and tomorrow, although I have the day off, I really want to be able to spend it um, baking Christmas cookies and sewing. So I'm going to try to knock out the podcast episode and get it posted this evening before my conference call. And um, then I'll have tomorrow left to listen to everybody else's podcast, which is always fun. A couple of announcements first, and then I will talk about the Quilty Resolution giveaway. I don't actually have any listener comments this week to um, to talk back to or to have conversation with, because everybody who has been listening to the episode has clearly been going to the Quilting Gathering, uh, sorry, Quilting Gallery Fourth Birthday Party Blog Hop, which I will be talking about in a second. Um, Okay, first announcement. I do want to announce the winner of the fourth quarter stash mystery challenge. Um, that was the holiday fabric holiday, or I'm sorry, the holiday uh, project you could do for any holiday of your choice. It did not necessarily have to be a winter holiday, um, but all the usual requirements about using uh, fabric from your stash applied. We didn't get too many uh, entrants in this one, which... I have to say, it kind of surprised me because I thought folks would probably already be doing a lot of holiday-related projects and it would be kind of a gimme, but that wasn't actually the case. I guess you're all too involved in doing projects for everybody else and um, apparently buying fabric for it rather than using fabric out of your stash. In any case, we did get a few submissions and I'm very pleased to announce that Marissa, one by one, was the winner of the drawing, and I have been in touch with her through Flickr because Marissa posted her results in the Flickr group. Um, so Marissa, check your Flickr messages and uh, be back in touch with me. And I am so pleased to be able to send you the um, wonderful fabric gift that you won. Um, the other giveaway that's going on right now, I did already announce it, or I did reference it a little bit earlier, the Quilting Gallery 4th Birthday Party Blog Hop. Um, that actually is still going on right now. It ends Saturday. So if you've not participated yet, you still have time. I posted the link to the blog hop on my last episode show notes. So if you go back to episode 72, you'll find it there. Or you can just go straight to my blog. I have left my own giveaway post um, right at the top. I have not posted in my blog all week so that it would stay at the top. And um, there is a link there. Not only could you participate in my own giveaway, but if you've already participated in my giveaway and just want to go see others, there's um, a couple of links within that blog. One is the image itself, the button from the Quilting Gallery fourth birthday blog hop. But there's a couple of places where you can link up and find the list of all the other participating bloggers. And I believe 
there are something like 240, 250 or so. I've been doing my part. I've been um, hopping through blogs all week and uh, putting my name in for a lot of giveaways as well. So um, do do it. It's fun. It's not only a great chance to get your name in for some giveaways, but it's an excellent opportunity to check out a lot of other bloggers and subscribe to some other ones as well. So I very strongly encourage you to do that. Again, the giveaway ends Saturday, December 17th. So you still have a few days. And then next week, I'll be able to announce uh, who the winner is of the drawing that I've got going from that blog hop. And it has been a lot of fun. I've not been able to respond to all of the many, many comments I've been receiving on my blog, but I've really enjoyed reading them. And I am going to talk about them in my next episode because there's some really interesting trends developing based on the question um, that I asked specifically. So again, go check out my blog and uh, join in the fun and celebrating Quilting Gallery's fourth birthday party. I know that So Mama So is also having a giveaway this week. Some folks only seem to have done it for a day. Others have done it for several days. Um, and I believe a few of our own quilting podcasters are also participating in the So Mama So giveaway day. I chose not to do both. I chose just to do the quilting gallery one. Um, I didn't know that I figure I could handle both at once. <laughs> I thought I might get a little overwhelmed. So um, I'm just doing the one this year. May do future ones later. Another announcement I have, and this is, again, something that just sort of came up spur of the moment yesterday, um, and we're still working out details because it sort of has begun to take on a life of its own. So many folks had mentioned that they really enjoyed the anti-Black Friday day sew-in that I had um, done through Twitter and Facebook on the day after Thanksgiving. A lot of folks said, oh, you've absolutely got to do this again next year. We really would want to participate. We just didn't know about it enough in advance. And I decided, why wait until next year? So I have proposed a Boxing Day sew-in. And Boxing Day, for those of us in the U.S. that may not be as familiar with it, is the day after Christmas. So it's December 26th. Um, it does have its roots. It's primarily celebrated in the UK and Canada and Australia and a few other locations as well. And it's the, the day after Christmas. It does have its roots. It's also St. Stephen's Day, which I believe is Ireland. I'm not sure. And I apologize if I'm getting some of my information incorrect. Um, but it, it does have its roots actually in gift giving and particularly charitable gift giving. So we're not calling it the anti-Boxing Day sew-in day. We're just calling it the Boxing Day sew-in. Um, Boxing Day has, however, uh, as it has now come down through the generations, it has also become now a huge retail day. Um, not quite rivaling Black Friday, but I think it's getting up there from what I've read. Uh, a lot of retailers put their stuff on sale the day after Christmas, and so the crowds hit the malls. And of course, here in the U.S. Um, and other countries that don't necessarily celebrate uh, Boxing Day, but do have Christmas Day as a major gift-giving celebration, um, it's also tends to be a big day at the malls because everybody's rushing back to do all their gift exchanges and their gift cards, etc., etc. Um, me, I prefer not to leave the house. Again, not a big fan of crowds, mostly, is, is what it comes down to. I prefer to wait a week or two to do my returns and exchanges and uh, gift cards if I've gotten any. Uh, so the day after Christmas, my family tends to celebrate as a pajama day. <laughs> as we call it. We may do some family things during the day, kind of depends on who's around, who's working, etc. 
my husband and I both are home, and my daughter will be home with us, of course, this year. She comes home from college tomorrow. Looking forward to it. Um, my son, however, will most likely have to work since he works in the retail world. So um, we are going to be doing a pajama day. And for me, pajama day means sewing. So I have once again invited anybody who wants to join me on a Boxing Day sew-in. Now, as I said, this has now taken on a life of its own, um, and so far, Pam of Hip to Be a Square podcast and Tanisha of Crafty Garden Mom podcast and Jay of the Art Quilt Maker blog are all joining in on the fun, and we're all going to be doing giveaways during the day. So we're still working out the details how this is all going to work. Um, we're going to have to figure out kind of a central point which people can find out about the challenges during the day and then leave comments. We're also going to have to figure out time zone issues because I really want um, our friends from those countries that are actually celebrating Boxing Day to be able to join with us. And some of those countries are a fur piece away in terms of time zone. So we're going to have to figure something out. And I've got some ideas about that. But um Pam and Tanisha and Jay and I will be discussing that a little bit more over the next few days, and we'll actually be able to announce um, within probably the next five days or so how this is all actually going to work. But you will have the opportunity to um, join in a lot of fun challenges during the day, kind of short term. If you do this in the next couple of hours and report in, you can have your name put in for a giveaway, that kind of thing. Um, we've already got some rather interesting... <laughs> Some, some ideas brewing having to do with jammies, both footy jammies and regular jammies, pedicures, appropriate headgear, gear, things like exercising and eating healthy once in a great while. Um, and of course, because Boxing Day does have its roots in charitable giving, there will be um, challenges or giveaways related to charitable type projects. And again, you'll get more information about that. But right now, just look at your calendar and see whether you could join in the fun on the day on December 26th, a.k.a. Boxing Day, St. Stephen's Day, etc. Um, if you do have to work that day, you can join us when you get home. We've already gotten a couple of comments from folks who all I said is all you got to do is change in your jammies the minute you walk in the door. <laughs> so, And OK, jammies are not required. That's just my personal preference for what I'm going to be wearing that day. Um, Join in when you can, as you can, uh, pay attention to the tweets and the Facebook messages or the blog entries or however we manage this um, during the day when you can at work, if you're able to sneak on during your lunch hour or periodically check your texts or however you do that, um, just be part of the fun. I, I'm really looking forward to it. It's gaining some energy already, <laughs> so I think it'll be a lot of fun. So again, that's the Boxing Day Sew-In on December 26, hashtag BDSI. Um, um, obviously, those are all the letters that inv are involved with Boxing Day So in, So keep an eye out for that. Um, if you are on Twitter and don't follow any of us yet, you can, again, find me at Sandy Quilt, Sandy with a Y, Quilts with a Z, and I pretty much follow everybody else, so you'll be able to find them in my following list. Um, but Tanisha is Crafty Garden Mom. Jay is Art Quilt Maker. Pam of Hip to Be a Square throws us off for a loop. She's Pants Freesia, um, P-A-N-T-S-F-R-E-E-S-I-A on Twitter. Um, you can also check out my Facebook page. I've got a notice about it there. Uh, so there's a variety of places you'll be able to find out about it. But do pay attention and let us know if you're going to join in. Okay, let's get to the crux of this uh, podcast, which is all about resolutions. Quilty resolutions, specifically. Um, 
What I want to do is start by referring you back to episode 33 that I posted last year. I believe it was on December 18th. So, gee, I'm <laughs> kind of right on a schedule with this, apparently. Um, last year's episode about quilty resolutions, episode 33, and I've got the link in the show notes to this episode. I did talk a lot about SMART goals. Um, S-M-A-R-T, that's an acronym. And I talked a little bit about tips and tips and tricks to being able to accomplish your goals and that kind of thing. Um, a lot of folks did find that episode very helpful, so I would refer you back to that. I'm not going to do the same stuff again. I've already talked about it. It's still available. Um, we'll just go from there. And, and I do find that kind of information very helpful in my general life, not just my quilty life. So I would refer you back to that episode. But this year for my resolution giveaway, I'm actually going to be changing it up a little bit. Here's the basic parameter. You tell me what your 2012 quilty resolutions are within the guidelines that I'm offering in this episode, not the last, not episode 33. This year's giveaway is going to be based on different parameters. Um, but I'm, I'm keeping it a lot more simple. So I'm going to announce what my um, parameters are this year. You're going to decide whether or not you want to play along. And then if you do, you're going to follow my directions in how to do that. And then everybody who um, does participate by January 31st will have their name entered in a giveaway. So the giveaway is not based on whether or not you actually accomplish your resolutions at this point. Who knows? I might change it up and do that later in the year. Right now, it's just based on if you're going to submit some, some resolutions now. So here's, here's how I'm changing it up this year. Um, yeah, a lot of times when we think about quilty resolutions, we start out by making these really long lists of all the UFOs we have in our sewing room that we need to finish. That's that's uh, job one that tends to happen when we talk about resolutions. The second thing we tend to do is think about what I refer to as obligation projects. Um, these are all the gifts we want to give, the, the baby showers we're attending, the, um, the things people have asked us to do. Some of us are commission quilters. Some of us, I'm not, <laughs> but some folks are, that they do commission quilts or they have things in their Etsy shops or whatever. Those are the obligation projects. Um, those are not things we're necessarily doing. We may enjoy doing them. We may enjoy the process of coming up with an idea for what to do. We may enjoy the process of quilting, you know, definitely. But they're all kind of projects with a purpose, I guess. And more importantly, projects with a purpose external to ourselves. So they are going to be gifts for other people. They are obligations we are fulfilling for other people. Um, they are things we are doing for other reasons other than our own pure, sheer enjoyment of the process. Okay, so that's what I refer to as obligation projects. And then, of course, yes, sometimes there are also wish list projects, things we really want to do. Um, but we tend to put those things last, right? <laughs> I know I do. We tend to put those things last. And then, you know, so we create these long lists. Sometimes we have spreadsheets. Sometimes we use index cards posted on bulletin boards. Sometimes we use our own blogs and we create these lists and then we cross them off as we go. I'm not knocking any of that. I do it. You know, that can all be very helpful stuff. But a lot of times what happens is when we get then to the end of the year, we've kind of overwhelmed ourselves with all of these things we're saying we have to get done or even we want to get done, but then we obligate ourselves to get them done. And by the end of the year, we then kind of find ourselves mentally focusing on what didn't get done rather than celebrating what we did get done. 
Now, maybe that's just me, <laughs> but I, I hear that happen a lot. And again, I'm not knocking the process of making lists. One of the things I'm going to be doing during the week between Christmas and New Year's is assessing my UFOs and really trying to schedule out when I'm going to get them done. But I'm not this year making that part of my resolutions. Here's what I've decided. Well, no, let me wait. <laughs> let me keep going on my little bit of a rant first, and then I'll come down to what I've decided. It, because it's part of my process, what I've realized is somewhere in the last couple of years, I began to sort of approach quilting like a job. Um, and I hear this a lot. I, I read this a lot in a lot of blogs. I feel like, or maybe that's the subtext. Maybe I'm just reading into it my own baggage, you know, but I, I feel like I'm, I'm reading into this. Now, some again, for some folks, quilting is their job. So I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about those of us who do quilting because we love to do it. Um, there seems to be a, a theme that I read a lot that kind of, <laughs> I don't know, I, I don't hear this explicitly, but it feels like sometimes when I read people's blogs, I'm reading this implicitly, that she or he who accomplishes the most projects in the shortest amount of time wins. You know, there seems to be this kind of constant push to be productive. Um, some people just are naturally productive, and that's fantastic. And I have spans of times when I can be naturally productive because I've got a little more time or the projects I'm doing lend themselves to productivity, that kind of thing. You know, that's great. But I, I'm, I'm cautioning us against getting caught up in that mindset, I guess, that we must always be producing something. And, and I think some of where I'm reading into that is those tasks lists, the schedules, the deadlines, the, the things we try to do to make sure we're always accomplishing. That comes very much out of that Puritan work ethic, <laughs> I think, that, that we have here, particularly in the United States, based on, um, you know, long, long histories of needing to be productive, industrial revolution kind of stuff. Maybe that's just in my head because I just helped my daughter um, work through a college paper. <laughs> industrial revolution stuff. And again, that stuff is sometimes useful, but it can also sometimes be overwhelming and it can sometimes mess with our heads. So being one of those people myself, being somebody who tends to look at what am I producing? What am I accomplishing? Oh my gosh, my list isn't dwindling fast enough. You know, I, I get myself trapped in that mindset all the time. Um, and I like quilting to feel different than my work life. My work life is very deadline driven. It's very task list driven. It's very schedule driven. I want my quilt life to be my break from that. I want it to be my recovery period <laughs> from that. So as I've been thinking through what my 2012 quilty resolutions are going to be, it has to do with wanting to slow down. I guess, is, is what where I'm at mentally. My main desire this year is to do a single project that takes time. Whether that be taking time in the design part of it, whether it's taking time in choosing the fabrics for it, whether that's taking time in doing something that requires maybe slightly more meticulous skills. Um, I don't know. You know, I haven't fully shaped that part of it yet, but my desire is to really focus on a single project that will take me some time to accomplish 
rather than rushing to get something done, rather than trying to choose kind of faster projects, down and dirty projects that you can move them through fast. That doesn't mean I don't still have some of those things on my wish list. I was just talking um, or tweeting back and forth with Tanisha of Crafty Garden Mom. Uh, she has just talked in her most recent episode about doing one of the Jelly Roll Race uh, quilts, which I've seen all over the place. And have decided I'd like to do that because I've got a boatload of jelly rolls. And honestly, I just need to off some of them <laughs> at this point. Some I've got particular ideas about. Some I really just want to use. And the jelly roll race is a perfect way. It's, again, a quick and easy down and dirty project that you can get done really pretty much in a, an afternoon, I think. Um, and, you know, what a great charity quilt project that would make. They turn out cute. There are a lot of fun colors because you're using great fabrics and somebody would love to have something like that to keep them warm and cozy. So, you know, I've got some of those things in my head, but they are not quilty resolutions. What I'm really focused on this year are kind of big picture things. So my quilty resolution giveaway this year um, is based on two goals. Personally, I'm setting two goals with this resolution giveaway this time. I want to get you to dream. Okay, I want you to get you to dream. Rather than thinking about the have-tos or the must-dos, I want you to think about the want-tos. Okay, so I'm getting you to dream. And then I want to have you have a laser focus on just a couple of things. I think I've got three things, three themes, so that you can feel really good about what you've accomplished once you've done those things. And then everything else you get done is gravy. <laughs> so get those three things done. And then everything else is gravy. So I've got three categories. Okay. Rather than a list, rather than sending me a list of 15 different UFOs you want to accomplish or, you know, a list of projects you need to finish, that kind of thing, I want one thing in each of three categories. And those three categories are number one, something new you're going to try in 2012. That's a new technique maybe a new color combination, maybe it's a new tool, maybe it's a new school. I'm sorry, not school, skill. That would be skill. <laughs> it's a new skill. Just choose one new thing you'd really like to try, and that becomes your first resolution for 2012. Your second category is what I refer to as the project you've always wanted to do, but dot, dot, dot. In other words, what have you always dreamed about doing, but you haven't taken it on yet because one, maybe you lack confidence in your own skills or two, you put all your obligation projects first, you know, all those gifts for others, all those projects others have requested, the things you need to get up in your Etsy shop, whatever. And meanwhile, all the time you've had this thing in the back of your head, boy, I'd always wanted to do X. Now I'm going to be talking about this a little bit in my next episode because that's the question I asked for my giveaway for the Quilting Gallery blog hop. And it's really been fascinating to read everybody's comments. Um, and uh, there are some trends. There's a few th projects that a lot of people have wanted to do, but something has prevented them from doing it. They don't always tell me what's prevented them from doing it in their comments, but I can kind of guess based on what some of the comments are. So this is that second category is what's what's something you've always wanted to do but something's prevented you from doing it. And I'm really encouraging you to say, get over whatever's prevented you from doing it and just do it. Are you lacking confidence in your own skills? Well, learn what you need to do and do it. 
or just decide, you know, the only way I'm going to learn the skills to do this is by actually doing the project. Um, and again, the other reason often being time, you've got all these other things you're trying to do first. Well, what's preventing you from starting this project while you're getting some of those other things done? Or would it kill some of those other projects to put them on the back burner? and do yours first. Those are just some of the things I want you to kind of think through. So that's category number two, the project you've always wanted to do, but the third category is, this is where I'm just going to be real. Okay, yes, we all have UFOs. Yes, we all need to finish them. So I'm allowing you to choose one UFO you are committing to finishing, but I want you to focus on what was the one, what's the UFO you would most like to get finished First. And if you want to let me know why, that would be great. I'd love to know that. Um, now, okay, you may have 15 UFOs on your list. That's fine. I'm not getting into what your own personal resolutions are. I'm saying for the, the purpose of this particular giveaway, what's the one UFO you really, really, really want to get finished first? And that's going to be the one you're listing on my giveaway. Okay, so again, to recap the three categories, something new you will try, the project you've always wanted to do, but, and then the one UFO you're really committing to finishing. How are you going to submit your entries? I have created an online form using Google Docs to submit your entry, and I have embedded that form in my show notes to this episode. So all you need to do is go to the show notes for this episode and fill out that form and click submit, and I will get it. Hopefully, should work. We use Google Docs forms all the time for work, so... This is the first time I've ever used it for my podcast. Should work, hopefully. Um, you can only submit one entry for the drawing. So no fair saying, okay, I'm going to come up with 15 new skills and 15 new projects and 15 UFOs, and I'll just submit one form 15 times. Only one entry, okay? And only one something new, only one project you've always wanted to do, and only one UFO you're committing to finishing. And why am I being so strict about this? Because <laughs> I'm really trying to get us to a point where we can all feel successful and stop overwhelming ourselves. Because if I do it, I know a lot of other people do it. Um, okay, so that's the giveaway. Um, the deadline for the giveaway is January 31st, 2000. 12. So you've got a little while to think about this. I will keep reminding you. Um, again, submit the form through Google Docs. If you try to submit the form and for some reason can't, shoot me a quick email and let me know that. Um, I will not be able to really keep track of comments left in a plethora of places, so I'm really trying to consolidate it to this online form. Um, I don't think you will need a Google account in order to complete the form, but you might, but Google accounts are free. So that's not, uh, you know, I, I don't think that's a big deal. Um, but try it. Let's see if this will work. If after a few people try it and it really seems to be a mess, I'll go to a plan B, but I think this will work. So again, the 2012 Quilty Resolutions giveaway, submit your um, Google Docs form to me, the online form by January 31st, and the name of everybody who submits a form will get entered in a drawing, and I'm going to make this giveaway big. I need to be very honest with you, I just scored <laughs> in a big way at our guild um, Christmas party. We were um, the wonder, the grateful recipients of a lot of freebies, and once everybody in the guild went through what they wanted to take home, I 
basically took the rest with permission uh, to be able to use as giveaways for this podcast. So I've got a lot of really, really fun stuff to give away, and I'm looking forward to getting it out of the carton in my sewing room. <laughs> so so this will be a good giveaway. Um, and at some point, I may determine exactly what the giveaway will be and post pictures. Right now, I'm still kind of working on that. All right. Um, so that's this episode. And like I said, I don't have any listener comments to talk back to this time because everybody who would have commented on this episode instead left their comments on the blog hop, which is great. Having a lot of fun with that. And I will talk about that probably in my next episode. Jay and I are working on when we're going to schedule our next interview. Obviously it gets a little harder the closer to the holidays we get, but we're working on it. It is, it's in process. And meanwhile, um, stay posted for the uh, Boxing Day sew-in updates and you'll hear about it from other podcasters as well and again facebook and twitter we're talking hashtag bdsi looking forward to having everybody there so that is that 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 <laughs> okay apparently i need to eat lunch because i'm getting a little tongue-tied now that is it for this episode and until next time go get your quilty on as always, you can be in touch with me in a variety of ways. You can email me at sandyquilts, that's sandy with a Y, quilts with a Z, at gmail.com. You can follow the blog, you can follow me on Twitter and Pinterest, and you can friend me on Goodreads, and in all of those places, I'm Sandy Quilts with the Y and the Z. You can also like the Quilting for the Rest of Us group on Facebook. You can join our Flickr group, please do, love seeing your pictures. You can join the Big Tent Quiltcast Supergroup, and then the Quilting for the Rest of Us subgroup after you've joined the Quiltcast Supergroup, and we have a lot of great conversations there. And you will find links for all of that and probably more than I'm forgetting at www.quiltingfortherestofus.com. Quilting for the Rest of Us is dedicated to Shirley. Love you, Mom.